0: Snarf Day, everyone! Whether you're a devout or casual Snarfist, we hope you'll don your best Snarf gloves and join us and Father Snarf himself tonight in St. Snarf Snarf Cathedral for Snarf carols, Snarf cake, and nog. Then Snarf Priest Michael Snarf will lead us in a candlelit midnight snarfing. Snarfy Snarf Snarf! Hey, there it is. That's become as dear a friend to me as any human friend I've ever had is that series of cacophonous alarms which herald the painful and entertaining decision-making process we call the jettison's all-time top three in space. Ship's too big, got to ditch some s***. I am. I'm gathering, surprise, surprise. that the ship is too heavy?
1: Yeah, we're passing dangerously close to a black hole and if we don't ditch some stuff, we're going to get sucked in.
0: Insufficient pull.
1: We're being gobbled up by the spatial hellmouth.
0: Wow. Is that his official name or have you christened it that is that how you like to see the world
1: it was found by dr spatial
0: <laughs> oh i thought his surname was helmuth i always misunderstood that <laughs> fair enough have you ever been in a black hole before Boothby? yes well a metaphorical like emotionally yes so you, you do have emotions yes So i thought robots didn't have emotions yes so you do yes right um Boothby, are you stuck saying the word yes? (laughs) No. Good. So, uh, what are the three categories that are overweight?
1: So, we've got unusually two categories from the holodeck that have been flagged up today. Oh, they're the
0: most fun ones.
1: Mmm. We've got fictional meals on the holodeck, fizzy drinks, and fictional destinations from songs.
0: Don't take away my sweet fizzy pop and my fictional destinations from songs.
1: It's got to be done.
0: You're a hard master, Boothby. Not that you're my master. Yet. Give me a printout. (laughs) Get out of here, you. Bye.
1: Welcome aboard the Starship Omnibus, an interstellar arc and cultural archive carrying the last of humanity to the stars.
0: The Jettisons.
1: All-time top three.
0: In space. A marital podcast podcast. (gasps) Capitano Numero uno Nice, you (laughs) batted it back sweet banter ping pong volley and a great volley Uh, three areas too heavy got to pick three of them
1: because we're headed to a black hole
0: oh yeah forgot to mention that yeah there's a black (laughs) hole um, if you just look out of the uh, the porthole there it's the area without stars
1: yeah it's really gobbling up matter
0: it's super dense Oh. rather like (laughs) Boothby oh don't tell him I said it Right, so we've got to lose um, all but three of fictional meals on the holodeck, oh. fictional destinations from songs also on the holodeck. It's a dubs, trubs on the holodeck week. Triple threat. Triple threat and, <laughs> yeah, whatever. And uh, novelty fizzy drinks. Not the mixers, but just the... Uh, fizzy sodas. Soda. So, fictional meals? Begin. The Mad Hatter's Tea Party, The Red Wedding, Space Dinner with the Klingons from Star Trek Six, A diner with the Reservoir Dogs, A Burger with the Pulp Fictions, The Groundhog Day Table of Cakes, The Be Our Guest Meal from Beauty of the Beast, Dinner with Dracula, The Dish of the Day from Ways, Breakfast at Baskerville Hall, Krendler Eats His Own Brain from <laughs> Hannibal, The Swine Buffet from Spirited Away, The Ratatouille from Ratatouille, The Brie Baguettes from Twin Peaks, Hogwarts Start of Term Feast, Narnian Supper with the Beavers, The Wind in the Willows Picnic, The Dwarves' Dinner at Bag End The Last Supper, obviously Dining Out with Patrick Bateman The McFly Family Pizza The Lost Boys' Imaginary Dinner from Hook Sewer Pizza with the Turtles Atticus Finch's Thank You Meal from To Kill a Mockingbird Christmas Dinner with the Cratchits Literary Christmas Dinner with the Cratchits Muppet Whoa Whoa Longest list ever. It's
1: pretty wordy.
0: And some of the hardest choices to make.
1: Tough choices.
0: But, you know, I know you haven't had any time to prepare this. This is just completely off the cuff. (laughs) But do you have three choices that are definite yeses for you?
1: Mm, I think I might be able to do that for you.
0: Mm, That's good preparation.
1: (laughs) The Groundhog Day table of cakes. Eating like you've got nothing to live for. Like, there's no consequences. Yeah,
0: consequenceless eating. Ah, uh, Yeah, enough said.
1: Eating a whole donut and continuing to eat thereafter. Mm-hmm. All good. Christmas dinner with the Cratchits. I'm talking okay. Henson family Christmas. Mm. <laughs>
0: mm.
1: Mm. I want that or- <laughs> all... Henson fried chicken.
0: Finger licking good.
1: <laughs> I want me to be the only human there.
0: Oh, what? No cane?
1: I want to be the cane. Wow to the Cratchit family crimble. Okay. And then the thank you meal that the black community brings to Atticus Finch thanking him for representing Tom Robinson in To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm. So it's like rustic soul food, collard greens, mm. interesting recipes. On top of that, you've got this community spirit of people coming together, being thankful that they're being represented. I think that would be good food and posse vibes.
0: All good choices, but I'm going to counter them with these thrice. The Klingon Space Dinner from Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Guess who's coming to dinner? Um, It is a very tense dinner. It's politically fraught. Don't mention the war type stuff. But I do, you know me, I love a classic space thing. And it's a classic space dinner. There's little blue squids. There's Romulan ale, blue ale, so everyone gets Mm. pretty wrecked maybe a surprise but I'm going with the be our guest meal from Beauty and the Beast ooh yeah I do want to put that service to the test no I'm not scared that all the tableware is alive they put on a lovely show I'd imagine the meal is excellent yeah it's a lot of fun okay and the Hogwarts start of term feast with a proviso mm. can I switch off the other kids
1: no it's the meal experience it's not the food alone you've got to be around a load of other magical 11 year olds freaking for, out and cause for me they're it's the from... first
0: day of term so I've got um, my stomach doesn't feel right already like I'm real nervous I've just yeah. arrived at my boarding school
1: yeah it's a warm welcome but it's a room full of hundreds of children excited about magic and hungry the hungry for me good
0: but it is hollow food so that doesn't really mean. it's really more about the company and the vibe but it is essentially a school dinner do you know what I'm dropping it. I've only got two yeses.
1: Whoa. Yeah. What twist.
0: It's gone already. So Klingon space dinner and the be our guest meal.
1: Let's get some definite noses. is getting ruthless. Definite nos.
0: For me, the dwarves dinner at Bag End. So when all the dwarves turn up in The Hobbit... This is a song and dance number based around the anxiety of guests turning up uninvited.
1: Yeah. I
0: can't be doing with it.
1: There's a real parade of unwanted guests. And the fact that they're taking his stuff and like messing up his house. They're all just like, oh yeah, we'll eat all of your reserves for winter. Yeah,
0: it's okay. We'll just eat all of whatever you've got. And you're clearly meant to be on their side. Like him being, oh, I'm disgruntled. Oh, I'm going to go over here. And oh, oh, don't smash that. And he's trying to stop them breaking things and spilling stuff. But for me, I think as we've well established now, I'm on the side of the uptight guy who wants everyone to go away. (laughs) So, oh, I love them. They're lovable rogues, just like me. I love singing and breaking stuff and punching my friends. I love
1: living like there's no tomorrow. Yeah,
0: no. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. (laughs) So that's it to me. However, I will say in slightly their defence the sequence ends with them like washing up
1: oh yeah and you
0: know they put it all away and again like be our guest it's a very uh, satisfyingly choreographed sequence so that is good on them you know they do wash up after themselves yeah. but they've still eaten all the food
1: and that pantry was loaded yeah there's like a lifetime collection of cheeses art, and spices Absolutely. and junk in there
0: that would still be there when he gets back yeah maybe the fact they eat all his food makes it very clear in the opening scene of the film that they're sure he's going to die <laughs> Don't worry, he's not coming back. We can eat all his jam.
1: <laughs> Dead man's jam coming through.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the sweetest jam of all. Uh, but for me, it gives me the same kind of social clammy palms as any house party sequence in any film. Mm. The one I'm particularly thinking of is Weird Science. Yeah. Hey, let's have a party while our parents are away. And there's people in every room of your house who you can't see and you don't know what they're doing.
1: Spilling stuff. And they're stuff they're nicking, nicking your stuff. Oh.
0: And it's just... It, it makes me so panicky and... <laughs> the always comedy word Violated oh. Teehee
1: Oh yeah I, I'm i with you Thank you What next?
0: Game of Thrones Red Wedding
1: Oh come on It's a beautiful what? service
0: <laughs> As long as you hit pause At exactly the right moment Although I suspect There is quite a lot Of tension there So it's You know Not a great day For yeah. anyone Even even before the mass murder
1: Oh you could tell That they were in love though
0: No, oh, Looks so pretty <laughs> I mean, neither of us is a particularly informed Game of Thrones fan or any kind uh-huh. of Game of Thrones fan. My research of this scene involves, I've seen quite a few videos of people watching the scene.
1: Oh, people react to... Dot, Reaction dot, dot. videos, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Traumatised horror of, oh, the brilliant braveness of Game of Thrones is that they will kill a load of characters that you like in one fell swoop, and it's a massive surprise and it's not fair. It's great drama because it's not fair. But I don't have any room in my heart for those feelings. I just... There's enough of it in life <laughs> mm. <laughs> that it's not... For me, that's not what I look for in my entertainment, is shocking cruelty.
1: That's the thing with Game of Thrones for me. It's surprisingly cruel. Mm. In fact, it's not surprisingly by that point. Oh, they kill off characters that you like all the time. Oh, they've killed them all off at once. Cool.
0: Yeah, they've done an exceptionally brutal and harrowing, shocking thing.
1: Yeah, so it's like, why are you guys surprised? This is what Game of Thrones does.
0: Yeah, so the stories are sadistic to the characters, but the makers are sadistic to their viewers. Yeah. It's knife-twisting, cruel nastiness. And of course, if you're a fan, you can, by all means, write to us and tell us why we're wrong, and it's much better and more subtle than that, but we won't read it. (laughs) So, moving on. Pizza with the turtles.
1: Ah, what?
0: Because it's in a sewer. (laughs) There's some metaphor for adult life here where a thing you loved in childhood, you go and actually live the reality of it and it smells of s***. Uh I don't like that smell getting into my crusts.
1: It's not a smell that's conducive to mealtime.
0: No, even the strongest pizza is not going to cover.
1: Yeah, it's the consequence of mealtime, <laughs> but you don't do it at the same time.
0: No. I'll be honest, this was a thing that was a yes for me, that when I thought about it as a grown-ass man, got bumped to a no. <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: Actually, no, 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 Absolutely
0: no. Unless I can go in and like be a cartoon. Because hanging out with the turtles in their base, with Splinter, great stuff. Love to meet him, a lot of fun. Particularly Donatello, he's, he's my kind of guy. But no, the reality, that holodeck is just a bit too real. It's got that Yorvik Viking Centre
1: totally. poo
0: smell pumped in.
1: Yeah, yeah. Bottled musk.
0: <laughs> it's, I'd say it's far thicker and heavier than a mask. <laughs>
1: musk.
0: Pool on a musk. So, no. Uh, okay. What are your nose?
1: So my nose the Lost Boys Party from Hook mm-hmm. um, Bangarang Bangarang yeah. Rufio um, so it's when there you are Peter tells mm. them all to imagine that they're not starving and conjures up a bunch of blue blancmange Tinkerbell's getting a pins out in a bird cage <laughs> while everybody else has a food fight with inedible Play-Doh yeah it's messy, it's the, rat pack.
0: It's the hard to swallow combo of blue, frothy, fake-looking foods and a load of messy children. Mm. Both those things are appetite suppressants.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It reminds me of if you were like a primary school teacher and you turned up late for work and you knew the kids had been there for two hours on their own, Yeah, you'd step into that scene.
0: Yeah, someone's bullying someone, someone's a bit crying. There's like a big kid who's taking all the food and a small kid who can't get any. But then for yourself, you've got the experience of like when you have sticky food on like the webbing between your fingers, Ooh, yeah. like you get jam between your fingers and they kind of stick closed
1: yeah, and it's, all of it's whipped It's all whipped <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: God, I have a bit of substance to it
0: Yeah, it's a very bad food group to promote to the children watching the movie
1: Are they sweet though? It's imaginary oh, And then God. they just high up big blue angel delight
0: So that blue moose might be like beef flavour It
1: could be anything, they never talk about it being delicious <laughs> Or, they, they or never... nutritious <laughs> Yeah, they never talk about the specifics They just start eating it because it's not real
0: Yeah and you can tell it would turn very Spike Jonze's Where the Wild Things Are. When that sugar comes down, everyone starts getting a hot face and falling out with each other.
1: Oh, yeah, there's and some fights. And you're meant fight. to be play
0: fighting, but you hit someone like on the ear by mistake, and then there's like crying, and you know you've done something wrong, so you get angry because you know that you've broken the rules. Yeah,
1: real rage.
0: And there's no adults to do anything about it.
1: No, that's it. It's the unhingedness of it. Mm-mm. So, it pains me to say it, but I've come to the conclusion... Mm. The, the brain-eating scene from Hannibal's and no. Really?
0: Well, Krendler getting his comeuppance. Ray Liotta. Oh. Talking about things that put you off your dinner. That sound of an electric bone saw. Mm, that'll do it. But it's a skull. It's like round... Where well, you'd have a sweatband. It's basically taking the top of a guy's head off.
1: Yeah, yeah. The 118118 118 guys. <laughs> as though that was like a screw top.
0: Yeah, to hold the lid on there. <laughs> I mean, I do like how... <laughs> Um, so as the viewer you're I guess julian Moore you're kind of you're yeah. a bit drugged up so you're a bit out of it already a bit
1: woozy and
0: you're kind of watching it happen
1: you're at the dinner table yeah
0: Clarice uh, Starling I, I think say. he's
1: put you in a nice dress which you're like That's weird did you too. get me naked mm-hmm.
0: well you're super drugged up because you've been shot a couple of times and he's saved you and you're all on morphine and mm. he's dug up your dad's skeleton and put it in a bed so you can talk to it and oh, really twisted real good stuff
1: so but an acquired quiet taste perhaps yeah as calming as all that is
0: yeah and I do think it's funny when, as he starts to remove bits of his brain, his voice gets louder, and you can kind of play around with his brain and make him shout and You and say go blind. play. You yeah. say play. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh then you fry it
0: up and feed it to him
1: it's like the bit in Itchy and Scratchy in The Simpsons where he gets his stomach blown out mm-hmm. and then like the mouse is the chef and keeps feeding it to him and he eats it and because he's got no stomach it just falls it out and out like onto on, yeah. goes onto the plate and he just eats it again, mm. it's like that yeah. but not a cartoon and not a cat and a mouse, it's really Otter <laughs> and I've been dressed by somebody else and every fibre of my being is saying you need to leave now Make your excuses, call an Uber and get out of here. doesn't matter if he's a three star, just accept the ride.
0: (laughs) Well, he is a quite rude man, but that doesn't necessarily mean he deserves to have sort of auto cannibalism of his own brain.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Lost Boys are a bit rude, (laughs) but I'm not caving their heads in and having a nibble on the brains within. So unfortunately, it's a no.
0: Sorry to see it go, but uh, not for everyone.
1: And then my last one's Dining Out with Patrick Bateman.
0: Ah, American Psycho.
1: Yeah. Does he ever make it to the Dorcier?
0: I don't know if he ever gets a table.
1: But that kind of nouvelle cuisine. Yeah. Like New York yuppies in the 80s. Everyone's on cooking. Nobody's got an appetite. So they all eat very thin, very tall yeah, lean tall, foods
0: big plates small food lots of space yeah, very sculptural massive,
1: yeah massive massive plates with a little persimony paper flowers that's inedible yeah. that you're like is this food no nope, no, it's not it's really sour don't eat yeah, that yeah you
0: don't know what you, what's food
1: yeah you don't know There's what's food and what's like embellishment
0: yeah the, the sauce is served as dots around the edge of the plate. Mm. The sauce isn't on anything.
1: Yeah, and it's mo- not a sauce. It's like a coolie.
0: Yeah. Squid ravioli in a French something broth with an onion marmalade. And you'd be surrounded by rich, yuppie, credit cardy guys who wouldn't finish... Yeah. And I don't like seeing a lot of food left behind. As you say, they'd all be coked up. They'd be talking. They wouldn't be eating. Noxious, difficult experience. Yeah, they'd
1: all be having vodka sodas (laughs) and telling me about their investment opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, just shut up and give me an adult-sized portion of something that isn't (laughs) slime or froth (laughs) or caviar. Yeah,
0: shepherd's pie, please. (laughs) And they'd ask you a question. And then while you were answering it, they'd be looking around the room going, "Mm -hmm, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. oh great yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and not listening to you
1: just waiting for the next opportunity to talk about themselves yeah so that's gotta
0: go it's gone so our yeses should we talk about the merits of the be our guest meal
1: yeah so you've
0: got Lumiere the candlestick there's a little clock there's a teapot I mean I can't vouch for the food at all although it did occur to me another proviso proviso one of those do you have to hear the music every time
1: Yeah, because they sing to you. It's part of the service. Yeah. So that could... Great. Yeah. Could you mute it? Holodeck mute?
0: Watch a load of plates dancing in silence.
1: Would it just be like cutlery hitting...
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Like when you go and see a ballet and you don't realise that their feet land really loudly on the stage and it's like... And it's louder than the music and you think, oh, I didn't know this was what it was like. And you can hear people hitting ground. Yeah. So it's just the scraping of like a fork on a a china plate.
1: Yeah, and like a jug clattering with its lid as it like...
0: Yeah. And you're like, just give me me the (laughs) And you're like, just give me the food. I just want the food now.
1: I was an advocate for it, but yeah, you make some solid points.
0: It's not a regular thing. It's like a movie. It's like you'd watch it once and then maybe a few years later you might watch it again. Mm. You do it three or four times at most in your whole life. So, okay, forget it.
1: So I've got the Groundhog Day table of cakes.
0: I think that's the ultimate eating. I mean, granted, it's hollow food, but as long as you've had the recent implant in your cerebellum, then you will be able to taste it. You won't get full, of course, even better.
1: Yeah, and that's truly the spirit of that meal. You're in like an old 50s Americana diner.
0: In the persona of someone who doesn't care what anyone around him
1: thinks. Oh, God. Is there a better place to be when you're feeling gluttonous?
0: He takes that big pink bit of cake and just like works it side to side <laughs> into his mouth.
1: A hole in one.
0: Yeah, great. All the cakes, all the pastries, all the time. Particularly yeah. as we've now thrown away lots of cakes and pastries. Yeah. Uh, we should probably keep it to um, quell the rebellion at the door of the uh, crew members.
1: Totally. So in the holiday, you can load up the Groundhog Day programme and for once in your tiny little life, <laughs> you can go in somewhere and say, I'll have one of everything. I'm going to make my way through all of this.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's one. We've got Christmas dinner with the Cratchits.
1: Yeah, Muppets.
0: The Finch family thank you meal from To Kill a Mockingbird. And Klingon space dinner. (laughs) Now, I would say there's some crossover here between two very lovely, heartwarming meals that were brought as a gift to those in need who deserve it.
1: To bring together different parts of different communities. Yeah,
0: coming together, uniting in a common cause. So, obviously, at the Cratchits, you get Christmas dinner. At the Finches, you get the following. The kitchen table was loaded with enough food to bury the family. Hunks of salt pork, tomatoes, beans, even scuppernongs.
1: What's a scuppernong, number one?
0: A scuppernong, Captain, is a big grape. Wow! So, there's a lovely bunch in the house, all very welcoming, nice folks. But in one of them, you get a Christmas dinner and a load of Henson puppets.
1: Yeah, I think that's what would swing it for me.
0: It'd be hard to leave. And it yeah. can be Christmas every day. <gasps> Go down in June for a little hit of goodness.
1: Ah, oh, that's good.
0: And it pans out the door. There's the two little raccoons.
1: <gasps> oh, pans yeah. up the
0: wall. There's the lobsters coming out the window. Everyone's little in town. Little mice going. Bang!
1: Goodbye. All the, the animal inhabitants of land and tan yeah. are all coming out to sea and you share nibbles with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So that's got to stay just in terms of like hanging out with as many premium Mondo hens and puppets as possible. Yeah.
0: Mondo henso. <laughs> cool.
1: Okay. That gets to stay. So we got Groundhog, Dinner with the Muppet Cratchits.
0: Klingon Space Dinner. Come on.
1: I've got some reservations
0: because
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. the Klingons are real messed up with what the they eat.
0: With the table manners and stuff.
1: Table manners is one thing. You know, if someone was eating chips messily, I could handle. But right. when they're eating bone and viscera and tentacles always and worms. live worms, yeah,
0: always worm, always live things. Ugh. But having said that, I mean, if you've seen the movie, I think it's a fusion meal. Like they're not eating black crab things covered in beetroot juice.
1: What are they eating they're then? sort of
0: eating like little blue...
1: (laughs) Is it martini cups?
0: (laughs) Little blue squids and little sort of chicory leaves and, you know, purple flowers. And and the Klingons are there, like, struggling to figure out what napkins are and stuff.
1: Oh, okay. So So it's it's not
0: not really a Klingon feast. It's more of an alien feast with Captain Kirk. Bones is there. You've got real Romulan ale. And it's like a curved room because you're on the edge of the Enterprise dish.
1: Salsa section realness. Yeah.
0: Salsa section realness. And just a good space dinner.
1: Mm.
0: And if we're having Groundhog Day, that's contemporary for the 1990s <laughs> Christmas dinner with the Cratchits that's period yeah, Dickens, and space yeah. dinner is a nice old sci-fi thing because these aliens Klingons don't exist in the cosmos so we'd have found them even space food isn't that great so I still like the sci-fi dream
1: been wined and dined on a spaceship with some, like, honoured guests who are a bit lumpy and have Cornish pasties on their forehead. <laughs> they do. Yeah, alright, let's do it.
0: Okay, Klingon Space Dinner, Groundhog Day Cakes, and Christmas Dinner with the Cratchits brackets Muppet. While all the other fictional meals will sadly have to be Jettisoned. Jettisoned.
1: Okay, next up, category is... Fizzy
0: drinks. That's right, sir. Uh, it doesn't include mixers, so it's not soda, tonic, lemonade, cola, bitter lemon, ginger ale.
1: They're safe? They don't yeah, count? they're
0: safe. They all come out of the pump, you know, behind the bar. Ah,
1: okay.
0: So we're just going for the novelty fizzy drinks, mm-hmm. which are Dr Pepper, Cherry Aid, Cherry Coke, Vanilla Coke, Diet Caffeine Free Coke, Tizer, Panda Pops, Tango, San Pellegrino, Shandy Bass, Little Orangina, Sprite, Fanta Lemon, Seven Up, Schlur, Vimto, Lucasade, Iron Brew, Cream Soda, Dandelion and Burdock, Ginger Beer, Mountain Dew, Root Beer, Elderflower, Presse, Appletizer, Bubblegum Soda, Limeade, Ting, and La Croix.
1: Sweet.
0: L.A. Croix. Spelt. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, this is tough.
0: All good fun. Really good. Um, what are your yeses?
1: All right, all right, all right. I've had a little think about this. Mm-hmm. you Let's got 30 seconds. I'll be real about this. Let's keep it snappy. Let's keep it fruity and fizzy and carbonated. Yeah. Um, iron brew, orange nectar. It's got that kind of magical thing that really good sodas have, which you don't know what their flavours are. Yeah. It's like vegetable extracts what even is this botanical but sweet spicy and fruity kind of tooty fruity flavor mm-hmm. um dandelion and burdock similar but yep. this is like old school like sarsaparilla that's some crazy witchcraft yeah but it just tastes so darn good unique flavor ultimate soda mm-hmm. and then finally Lacroix. flavored carbonated water with no sweetness, none of that junky junk it's very refreshing Mm -hmm. it's like a fruity breeze
0: a healthy choice in the soda department
1: a refreshing choice smart choice the right choice what yours
0: well obviously i'm going to start with the old audience pleasing favorite root beer oh my god now it's very very (laughs) sweet ice ice cold And it's just an intensely unusual, slightly mouthwashy. It's kind of like sarsaparilla, but I've had sarsaparilla a few times and I've never liked it. But root beer for me, I know it's very unpopular, but I'm just last hurrah. Fanta Lemon. It's a very personal connection for me. We used to uh, get it on holiday. You can only buy it in Mallorca. And now that you can buy it everywhere, it's taken the edge off a bit, but it's a very refreshing, memorable flavour. And then ginger beer. So not the light ginger ale, but the almost spicy, extra sweet, fiery ginger beer.
1: Good choices. Thank you. Shall I hit this? Definitely knows Mountain Dew. Yeah, it's unnatural.
0: Very, very much so.
1: It's like neon signs as a liquid. <laughs> it's like the inside of glow sticks. If you tap the vein of a rave, you get Mountain Dew. <laughs> if Boothby was a blood donor, you'd get Mountain Dew.
0: Robot blood. Robot I mean, blood. Although that's selling it to me. But um, <laughs> it is, it's glow-in-the-dark caffeine juice, isn't it? It's yeah. super caffeinated, am I well, right? I think
1: it was a craze in the 1990s, all that time ago, and it was so rousing to the nervous system of the, its victims <laughs> <laughs> that yes. I think it had to be recalled. And then a new formula came out with all the flavour and none of the bite.
0: Yeah, and you can tell it's, it's being aimed at kids who want something unnatural and like poisonous-looking. Mm. Like if that if Mountain Dew was a thing that occurred in nature, like you you squeezed a tropical frog and some of that came out of it, nature would be screaming, "Don't drink this!" Yeah, nuclear. Absolutely, waste. stay away, stay Dump away. Yeah. yeah, So I think it's exploiting that thing of kids wanting fake things because it's like you sort of drinking poison.
1: Like the only people that would drink this would be the Lost Boys that we just jettisoned, and they're gone. <laughs> yeah. They have gone into that black hole. They've gone into the hellmouth never to return
0: <laughs> yeah and wherever they are they're about to have all the mountain dew they can drink <laughs> yeah. and more so what's next
1: panda pops
0: the panda pop, yes, sort of the the cheapest individual bottle of pop you yeah, can buy. Yeah, and it's a
1: small bottle. Yeah, like you know those little beers. Yeah, you're like, it's a stubby. Hey, a six pack of beer—that's great. For only took a couple of quid, and then you realize that they've been served in thimbles, <laughs> yeah. and that you've been robbed.
0: Yeah, it's a squat thimble of yeah. blue water.
1: So panda pops are kind of like that, but then they're all really bright colours. They're all poison. They're all like milked from some godforsaken animal. But, and then they're in like really cheap plastic bottles. That tastes plasticky as well. Yeah,
0: we said of the screwball ice cream. Yeah. There's certain products where the plastic gets in the drink or the food. Yeah.
1: Where it's so cheap that it's just starting to taste like metal and plastic and manufacture.
0: It reminds me of those individual kind of drink cups you used to get Mm -hmm. that have a plastic lid and you just like stab a straw into it. Yeah,
1: a little red straw.
0: Yeah, and they always tasted really plastinated. Yeah, they always
1: made like your jaw buzz at the back. Yeah. Like, moo! Fair enough. So there are no, just because it's um, super corrosive. And then last one is Schlur.
0: Schlur, the ultra fancy high-end soft drink, the carbonated grape juice.
1: Yeah, but is it ultra fancy? <laughs> it's a pity drink. It's like, oh, sorry, you're the designated driver. Don't worry, we've got you something that looks like Prosecco, but is just fruit juice with bubbles in it.
0: Schlur is like we've made an effort. Here's some stuff in a bottle, in a glass but bottle. It... Can you imagine the luxury? <sighs>
1: but it's not really it's just juice you want some fizzy juice because you're a baby who can't drink
0: I never realised what a resentful designated driver you are this is becoming painfully clear to me you don't like drinking either
1: I don't like drinking what I do like is Iron Brew Dandelion Burdock and La Croix I don't want any fizzy schlur that you serve to me in a wine glass for me to pretend like I'm a real adult (laughs) and I can have some booze
0: alright I like it but it's going and that's fine you're in charge (laughs)
1: Well, they are definite no's
0: My first no is Tizer Now, what you were saying about Iron Brew there That thing of a flavour you can't quite describe It's reminiscent of lots of things But it isn't any one of them I suspect Tizer has that but what is it it's sort of it's sweet is it red it's red
1: it's red and sweet I don't remember there being a flavour no other than red and sweet and I know those aren't flavours but it is in a way red and sweet
0: yeah and if you've never had any tiser and you're currently imagining red flavour you're wrong because red flavour sounds like strawberries or berries of some kind. Yeah. But it sort of has a sugar syrup taste to it. It
1: is. It's just sweet.
0: Yeah. Not unlike my second no, Lucasade.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: Now, Lucasade, unless it's on the bedside unit of a hospital bed and is being prescribed to you for medicinal reasons, don't drink it. It's like too much coffee, Mountain Dew again, Red Bull, Monster. If you need Lucasade to get up... Then you need a couple of weeks dry. You need to get off all that stuff. Because you're not your best you.
1: Get to mountains to dry out, mate. It's the best thing for you.
0: Yeah, you're getting up, you're getting down, you're getting up again. You're hooked on that orange poison.
1: Taste of delirium. Fever dreams.
0: Yeah, and it just tastes of... What barley? Oranges? I don't know it, don't it know. tastes
1: a bit salty to me. It's got that isotonic water thing of tasting yeah. a bit salty because for some reason it helps osmosis in your body. Yeah, and you just think I don't want to drink salty and sweet water. No,
0: you think if you can't hide these flavors, don't put them in. It's like that vitamin water. Yeah, that tastes amazingly of a vitamin tablets.
1: Yeah, crushed up vitamin C yeah. suspended in a gel. <laughs> Come on down. Yeah,
0: like when you put a, um, a paracetamol in your mouth, take a swig of water and it hasn't gone. So you. Yeah taste it briefly by mistake. Real bitter. It's like in a pencil. Yeah. I can't believe how much vitamin water tastes like water with vitamins in it.
1: Yeah, it tastes like multivitamin dust.
0: Yeah. And then finally, now you'll be shocked at first, sir, but I'll I'll talk you down from that initial shock. Shandy Bass.
1: Oh, I love Shandy Bass. I love a tin of Shandy Bass. You know me. (laughs) Ben Shaw's Shandy Bass. Oh.
0: But can you do without Ben Shaw's Shandy Bass? And we'll make you some nice pump Shandy.
1: Because we've still got lemonade.
0: We've still got lemonade. Ah, sweet. So we've got house ale.
1: Bit of shandy. Lager top. Okay, that's fine. That's all right. That's all right. So we've got all the
0: shandy variables, they're covered. Yes,
1: so I can still have a shandy at the end of a hard week, hour, minute.
0: (laughs) As long as I can drink at the end of a hard 10 minutes, (laughs) everything's good. So, right. I'm just going to say we can probably chuck root beer out the window, even though it's my choice. Yeah.
1: Germoline aid?
0: Germaline aid, yeah.
1: It smells like plasters. <laughs> it tastes like plasters. Well,
0: yeah, so does vice beer. You know blonde beers? They all taste like germaline. Yeah. Everyone says, oh, that's interesting. Oh, I like that flavour. It's hoppy.
1: Go lick some clean tiles, mate.
0: Yeah. But um, root beer, to me, it has a lot of that D&B stuff you were talking about. You've also got your Dr Pepper. That's not on there, but mm. there's the dark, oddly flavoured... Sodas. Mm. The taste of botanicals.
1: Yeah, that that all-encompassing umbrella for some magical twigs.
0: Yeah, roots.
1: Roots, twigs, buds, Rocks. seeds, leaves,
0: Yeah, mulch. bark.
1: Oh, yeah, man.
0: <laughs> and I like root beer as long as it's very cold.
1: I don't like it <laughs> at all.
0: Then it's gone. Okay. So for the dark, spicy, interesting one, I love a D&B. D&B. That's a
1: keeper. Sweet. Dandelion and Burdock is... Wonderful.
0: It's more interesting than Coke. It's got some of the fruitiness of, like, Vimto. Yeah, yeah. It's just a sort of dark, seductive, mysterious ride. (laughs) Whoa. On your palate. Down your palate. Down your throat. Into your stomach. Mouth. Over the lips.
1: I don't want to have soda with you anymore. (laughs) Our soda dates are off.
0: Oh, what? Meet me by the soda fountain.
1: It's getting too hot.
0: It's getting too real. (laughs) All right.
1: So we've got fruity, we've got Fanta Lemon versus La Croix.
0: Again, I might be conceding here.
1: Well, Fanta Lemon's just like, isn't it just like Cloudy Lemonade?
0: It's Cloudy Lemonade, yeah. I mean, my, in my head, I still call it Fanta Lemon because back in day, when you went to Mallorca or Menorca and you'd get those exotic things you could only get on mainland Europe.
1: Yeah. Would,
0: and they just meant holiday. They the tasted good because you've just come out of the sea. It's a glass bottle. The bottle's all dewy and like freezing cold. Sunshine and salt on your skin and a Fanta lemon. Oh, come on.
1: That sounds good.
0: Yeah. But it's it's a drink of cloudy lemonade. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, one of our mixers is bitter lemon. So that's there's not a huge amount in it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So a, lemonade, a Fanta lemon to go. Does that mean Lacroix gets to stay? I think it does. It's not got loads of sticky sugar.
0: Yeah, that's why it gets my vote. Because we're approaching... Well, I'm approaching... Uh, middle age adulthood I'm middle aged basically and um, yeah the desire for sugar it sort of falls away a little bit I think Mm. and it also really knocks me out of whack Mm. sugar sugar sends me right up and right down
1: yeah it's a loop the loop
0: yeah anything that's less sugary but tasty and refreshing very gets my vote
1: it also comes in a bunch of flavour flaves (laughs) so you got your mangoes Mm. you got your lemon limes you got your fruity you got your berry
0: well this must be a clerical error because it does just say la croix on my list so if that covers all flavors
1: don't question it no it slipped through the net
0: yeah it's a trojan horse of delight
1: so la croix gets to stay
0: la croix can stay but only because looking at the list i'm confident i think ginger beer can beat iron brew
1: <sighs> iron brew similar to DMB. i already said it yeah botanical mysterious tooty fruity vibes but i think you get that kind of fruity botanic thing from DMB. you don't get ginger you don't get spice
0: Yeah, go so good with rum.
1: So is it the kind of ginger beer that makes your nose tickle? Because ginger beer can make me sneeze, like, on command.
0: I specified fiery.
1: Will you teach me how to drink it so I don't sneeze? I'd be into you mentoring me in the ways of drinking ginger beer.
0: Well, that's quite the offer. And I'd be happy to, sir. Thanks. Let's shake on it.
1: Shake. Shake, shake, shake.
0: Shake your booty. So that's ginger beer, La Croix, and Dandelion and Burdock. Whereas all the rest will join the boys from Hook... (laughs) In the black hole, after having been... JETTISONED! JETTISONED.
1: Last one before we can make it out of this terrible situation, this perilous situation which we thought so hard to get out of. Mm -hmm. Um, Fictional destinations from songs.
0: Hotel California, Heartbreak Hotel, Club Tropicana, Suffragette City, Psychodrama City, Paradise City, Summer Night City, Funky Town, Desolation Street, Desolation Row, Psycho Street, Alphabet Street, Ocean Drive, Holiday Road, Road to Nowhere, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Electric Avenue, Highway to Hell, Stairway to Heaven, Planet Claire, Planet of Sound, Island in the Sun, Islands in the Stream, Sugar Mountain, Big Rock Candy Mountain, Xanadu, Atlantis, Avalon, Wuthering Heights, Never Never Land, Dreamland, Boogie Wonder, Land, Lonesome Valley, Happy House, Ichiku Park, Land of Make-Believe, Love Shack, A Town Called Malice, Sugar Town, Dracula's Castle, House of the Rising Sun, Dixie Drug Star, Astral Plane, Abstract Plane, The Endless Plane of Fortune, Electric Ladyland, Glitter Gulch, Museum of Idiots, The Birdhouse in Your Soul, The House at Pooh Corner, Lonesome Town, and Our Private Universe.
1: Some crew member spent their whole life piecing together the songs, music videos, associated media, and built a holodeck destination around that information.
0: Yeah, very much a passion project, sort of, you know, fan film, self-funded, you know, and we are relatively grateful to that person, may he rest in peace.
1: And now we're going to jettison all but three of this man's life works.
0: Yeah. So I'm (coughs) suggesting if we are going to keep three, uh, my 30 seconds starts now. Okay. The Big Rock Candy Mountain. Simply lemonade springs, a lake of stew and whiskey too. Oh. The Birdhouse in Your Soul. They might be giants. I don't know much about it, but I guess it's small, it's intimate, it's cosy and has a nightlight in it. And finally, Crowded Houses, Our Private Universe. Can't say why I like it, because it's private. But it is universe-sized. And our, I'm thinking, is you and me, sir. So...
1: Oh, personal invite.
0: It's where I want to be.
1: Cool. Well, my three are Xanadu. Because it's cosmic. You're a shooting star. You're in the night sky. You're in a galaxy. Oh, Mm. hell yeah. Disco heaven. I'm into it. Club Tropicana. (laughs) (laughs) The drinks are free. Obviously. (laughs) Fun and sunshine, there's mm. enough for everyone. It's a democratic party. Ugh. And Atlantis, because it's underwater and there's a bit of mythology there. Mm-hmm. Donovan narrates.
0: That's very convincing.
1: Have you got any definite no's?
0: I always have definite no's. People <laughs> with my worldview are full of definite no's. In this case, my definite no's are as thusly.
1: Definite no's.
0: Love Shack.
1: Love Shack, baby.
0: Funky little shack. <laughs> Shack. <laughs> um, not just because folks are lining up outside just to get down. Um, it's an old shack. It's way back in the middle of a field and it's hot as an oven.
1: Now I see.
0: It just sounds dirty.
1: <laughs> it does sound like a bit of a crack den.
0: It does. Yeah, I think they're out of town because they need to be away from from people's eyes. They need to be yeah. away from the law.
1: Under the radar. Some goings as answers.
0: Yeah. And also, it's a place where when you're done, like, you know, the booze is sort of worn off and it's mm. dawn, half five or something. Yeah. So it's not the start of the day yet. And everyone, people are passing out and some people are still going. You're in the middle of a field way back. How'd you get home? Once you're there, you're stuck there till someone else is like sober enough to drive you home again.
1: <sighs> yeah. Stressful Party chat. Isn't it down like a dirty road and there's a broken sign and it's like in a shack, like...
0: Well, yeah, if you see a faded sign by the side of the road that says 15 miles to the Love Shack! 15 miles.
1: On a road.
0: That's Black Lodge, centre of nowhere... <laughs> peril
1: yeah yeah it's so out of the way that if you are out there having a good time when that bus wavers even slightly some doubts start creeping in and you start thinking i've got to get home i need to have a bath i need to have a bath i've got to be at work on monday got the fear oh my god oh my god oh my god i need to ring my mum and tell her i love her like somebody get me out of here i'm such
0: a bad person (laughs) everyone's thinking about me yeah and as a happily married man i don't need a shack full of people wearing next to nothing I'm not on the lookout, you know. Mm. Don't need it. Summer night, city. Oh, the song's fine. The song's fine. Totally, I've said before. I believe adulthood has brought me an appreciation of ABBA. Mm. It's a great funky song. They're kind of fun. Always a little wink. There's kind of funny. People there's something funny about ABBA, yeah. but they're also good songwriters. Lovely also, combo. A bit
1: disco and sad.
0: Yes, speaking of which... um, It's elusive. Call it glitter. Somehow something turns me on. Some folks only see the litter. We don't miss them when they're gone. I love the feeling in the air. My kind of people everywhere. (laughs) Yes, they're all uh, cartoon Nazis. Now, some folks only see the litter. We don't miss them when they're gone. That's me. I am never the star of any of these songs. I'm the person who doesn't like to be there, and everyone's pleased when they've left.
1: Old man gets angry at cloud.
0: I, I'm afraid. I, yeah, I'm. I, maybe, maybe, maybe it's happening. Maybe it always does to everyone.
1: The last phase of your growing cycle, like your little chrysalis.
0: Let's hope it's the last. I'm done with this. But yeah, it's obviously hot and sticky because it's a summer night city. I just, I don't like being out on the town, particularly in a really hot place or like a strange town yeah. or on a hot summer night.
1: sends people the nuts. Sm- Yeah,
0: the sewers kind of smell. Mm. Steamy, sticky, it's dark so people can suddenly sort of pop up in your face and it's like, Whoa! oh, someone's having a fight over there, someone's being sick over there. Mm. There's a woman sitting on the curb crying into her phone. <laughs> that is summer night city.
1: Does it kind of go, summer night city? Love making in the park. Oh, yeah. You get arrested for that. Yeah. They say love making in the park as though it's some kind of Victorian wholesome pastime, but that is some shady rutting.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, find somewhere as shady as you can. And I just, you know, I'm someone who that makes me think of like Johnny's lying under a hedge.
1: It is. It's just finding some fluid under the rhododendron bush. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And it's, backing
1: out of there slowly.
0: That's the modern equivalent of like seeing the skull beneath the face. It's like seeing the Johnny under the hedge. Like, oh. The brutal reality that you can't help but thinking about no matter how hard you try. Yeah. Because the night before you were drunk and it was night time, so you lived like there was no tomorrow. Well, there's a tomorrow. There's a t-
1: The sun's twist. come up and
0: you've got a job and you're late and you've lost your keys and the day always comes. You don't escape in the night time. So Heartbreak Hotel, um, it's always crowded. The deafening sound of broken-hearted lovers crying away their gloom. I hate a noisy hotel, oh my God. Uh, And the bellhop's always crying as well. Uh, It just, I don't know, it gives me the sort of group activity creeps. (laughs) Where it's like, oh, we're all in the same boat, we're all having a cry. It's like a sort of grief-based package holiday. We will go out on a coach trip like that. The heartbreak coach, the heartbreak swimming pool, the heartbreak staff putting on a heartbreak light entertainment show. Whoa! And everyone's weeping.
1: Everyone's really sad, day and remorseful. night. Yeah, I think that's a real negative. That's a <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a that's negative a con. place. That's a con. Yeah. Um, for me, it's the bit where it says the bellhops are always crying. So it's a mm-hmm. busy hotel full of singles. And it's so busy that even the staff are crying. The concierge and the bellhop and the barman in tears.
0: Yeah. So it's like... There is an awful lot of ill-advised rebound sex going on at the Heartbreak Hotel.
1: Absolutely.
0: Because it's basically a getaway for broken-hearted singles.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But the staff find it so traumatic that they can't even keep it together.
0: (laughs) There you go, sir. (laughs) Housekeeping... (laughs) No, I'm fine, thanks. <laughs> OK, sorry. <laughs> it's just, I mean, really think about that. Just think about that.
1: Hello, room service here. <laughs>
0: I'll just have a cheeseburger in my room. <laughs> Can I have a toothbrush? I forgot mine. <laughs>
1: Check out at 11.
0: <laughs>
1: Would you like a wake-up call? <laughs> yes,
0: please. Thank you. <laughs> and scene.
1: So my definite nurse
0: Hmm, Do tell...
1: What the ring, what the ring, what the ring, Hyatt's.
0: K Batch is going to do some dissing of Kate Bush.
1: Yeah, KB, VKB. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Wow, because you love the song, but of course I guess this isn't the song.
1: I love the song, I love her, it's all good. Mm. But if we're talking about what the ring, Hyatt's, (laughs) then it's a little bit windy. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not a hospitable environment.
0: Not so much. When you sleep there, do you find you have bad dreams bad in the Bad uh, dreams in well, the night. Well, night.
1: Yeah, bad dreams in the night. Unpleasant, yeah. not restful. Um, if it, I recall,
0: it gets dark. That's not necessarily a bad thing. It, ooh, just it usually just means dark. it's night time.
1: Ooh, it gets dark.
0: Oh, it'll be that middle of nowhere darkness, like when we said the like, yeah. cottage in Wales. Oh. Yeah, and you can hear
1: the wind howl, and you look out of the window, and it's so dark that you might as well be in the twilight zone.
0: Yeah. You said twilight weirdly. Twilight. You just said toilet. <laughs> you were entering the toilet
1: zone. You just walked past
0: the toilet zone. <laughs> I've done that in a lot of campsites. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, and you look out and there's no horizon, there's no stars, there's no nothing. It's so mm. black that you don't know the distance between your eyes and the thing that's about to hit them.
0: <laughs> You don't know the distance between your eyes. Yeah. You feel like I had my head. And <laughs> um, also, when you're out there, it's pitch dark, you can't see anything. But if it's really windy, you can't hear anything either. Mm. And that's so disconcerting. Because there could be someone downstairs. Yeah. There could be a ghost girl at your window.
1: Yeah, for real, Kathy's coming in. up, yeah, and she's just saying how it gets dark. It gets lonely.
0: Yeah, and she's um, so she's... cold.
1: And it's cold. The heating's knackered. And Well, when you're
0: there, you do pine a lot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... Kathy, how much
0: do you pine these days? A lot.
1: A lot. Oh,
0: that is a lot of pining. I know.
1: There's some spectral stuff, some supernatural stuff going on. You're going to get caught up in a love triangle. Yeah. Get out of there.
0: Everyone there is a douche. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And horrible and cruel. Yeah. Okay.
1: So next up, Lonesome Town... <laughs>
0: Is Heartbreak Hotel in Lonesome Town, do you think? <laughs> yeah. We could arrange it. We could program that.
1: It's the hotel in Lonesome yeah, Town. on Main Street. It's not a nice place. It's where the broken heart go. Mm-hmm. You can buy a dream or two, which is a plus, but the price you'll pay is a heart full of tears.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: If this is a tourist information board for Lonesome Town, you're not selling me on that. No. And then when it talks about the streets, the streets are paved with regret.
0: What texture is regret? What sort of density? Is it hard wearing? Is it soft underfoot? Like, I feel like um, it's soft. Like, like a like child's a, play like area.
1: Is it a choice of paving stone that you regret?
0: Oh, they've been paved with regret. So the people paving them felt regret at doing so.
1: Oh, should well, have gone
0: with wood chips.
1: Should have gone with wood chip, mate. my
0: centre parks.
1: So Lonesome Town's a no. It and is.
0: Are there any other hotels in Lonesome Town? Maybe. Mm-hmm.
1: The Hotel California.
0: Hey. So
1: it's a trap. <laughs> It's a trap. So Is that
0: what it says on that those hand organized signs you get are like a motel car park where someone has to stick on the letters individually. Yeah. It just says, "Welcome to the Hotel California, it's a trap."
1: Yeah. And the <laughs> The postcard that they sell at the reception desk is like a picture of it from the outside and then in like cursive writing yeah. in the corner it says, it's a trap, it's a exclamation a trap. mark. Yeah,
0: with a guy sort of shrugging in a Hawaiian shirt. Well, it's a trap.
1: Dear mum, get me out of here. I've been haunted. There's been no wine since 69.
0: That'll be another one drink place like yeah. te- tequila or...
1: I'll give you a pint of brown water.
0: Or are they all smackheads? Is it one of those songs, most, oh, as yeah. most songs in songwriting history? Is it about hard drugs?
1: Is it about horse? <laughs> you ride
0: in on the horse, and you never ride out again.
1: <laughs> and then the horse rides you. on the right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious but uh, chilling.
1: <laughs> Chills. So, yeah, there's all guests and they dance in the courtyard. So you've got a load of, like, shambling zombie guests who oh. dance the night away because they've got out oh, to God. live for. So it says you can check out, which means that they get their money for the stay.
0: That's true. They get to, uh, you know, put the card transaction through.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but then they, it says you can never leave.
0: There's guests dancing in the courtyard. I believe voices calling, waking you up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, man, it sounds like the hostel we stayed at in Glasgow.
1: <laughs> Jamaica Street.
0: Jamaica Street, oh my god. Jamaica, you just know no. Wh- when t- <laughs> Jamaica, no, oddly she wanted to go. It was weird, but there was a Comic Con on, so what are you going to do? And it was cheap. But it is the kind of hotel room where you think, I wonder what time tonight a drunk person will try and get in.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, two, quite early. Not bad. I'm still awake. Phew. But unless you've got your Marpak Dome uh, white noisemaker, you're not getting no sleep in that hot, noisy hotel room.
1: Yeah, where you can't open the window, otherwise Ah. you hear someone across the street singing Pearl Jam karaoke.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That from the street below.
1: It's a no from me.
0: (laughs) As we've just illustrated, it's a clear no. Okay, um, I'm seeing a little bit of holes in your argument with Club Tropicana. What? You have never, ever expressed an interest in going on any kind of beach holiday.
1: This is a resort. <laughs> this is a tropical resort. When
0: we go away, we go to places like Wuthering Heights.
1: The only thing missing is the sea.
0: Well, what is it then?
1: But don't worry, you can suntan.
0: Don't worry, you can sun... What kind of lyric is that? You
1: can sun tan.
0: All he's doing is confirming that sun tanning is not forbidden.
1: It's lagoons. It's a pool holiday. It's a tropical bar.
0: Soft white sand, blue lagoon, cocktail time. You've never expressed a desire for these things. We go to Berlin, we go to Wales... (laughs) Oh, God, strangers take you by the hand. I don't want that.
1: Strangers take you by the hand.
0: Oh, I'm getting Ricer vibes. Do you arrive as a couple and you're sort of led away to have private pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the drinks are free, but it's the holiday, so it's It's, it's all anyway. inclusive. It's all inclusive. I'll give them that. I just, for me, it's not the kind of thing I enjoy all that much. I mean, I like beach holidays more than you do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So let it stay. Free drinks, fun and sunshine, sand...
0: Okay, maybe. Yes. I'd like it if it's quiet at night, but if it's like being in a beetle or something, nah, 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 nah.
1: Okay, it's, it's risky because of the celeb parties.
0: Okay, Xanadu.
1: Yeah.
0: It's touched with nice ELO vibes. Newton yeah. John.
1: Cosmic orchestral.
0: Ultimate disco glitter.
1: Disco cosmic space glitter.
0: So it's in space, like it's a sci-fi thing. Yeah,
1: million lights are dancing and you're a shooting star out in the universe. Yes, it's a little bit like where you end up if you're a Scientologist and you return to the stars. <laughs> but it's no, a Xenu. Cos- <laughs> it's a cosmic paradise.
0: I feel like I don't have very much information. So I feel like I'd get there and think, oh, no, this wasn't what I thought.
1: It's got a bit of vagueness about like what it is but it, mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's a cosmic paradise. There's some galaxies, some nebulas. I feel like you're on the other end of the Hubble telescope when you get to Xanadu. Yeah. And you're just flying around in space dust. But there's okay. not much to do. It's more of a spectacle.
0: You've got to love dancing. Can you sit down and talk for a bit? Is there a chill-out zone?
1: I don't think so.
0: Just next to the phantom Does zone? Is it? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> you can climb into a glass a diamond and sort of squidge your face up against the glass and have a chat. <laughs>
1: So it's not got much in the way of amusements or kind of facilities.
0: Yeah, it is just a disco clubbing experience in space.
1: In space, floating about in the stars.
0: Okay. Well, speaking of similarly vague experiences, Mm. the birdhouse in your soul. Mm. We know it's little uh, and you can leave a nightlight on in it that's good it's a very sweet image to me I just think it's there's like room for two like it's a real getaway you know like that um treehouse holiday we've never been on yeah But yeah. we always mean to to me that's the sort of birdhouse it's a little special place away from everything in the dark with a lot of huga <laughs> and little flickering you know tea lights mm-hmm. but maybe it isn't that
1: <laughs> well my worry is yes I'd like to be in the birdhouse in someone's soul but whose soul is it in because if you're getting in it, yours. But is it a giant you that I'm climbing inside of?
0: I sort of think it's a giant yourself, and you retreat into it.
1: What big me? Yes.
0: Yeah, so, okay. So we're unsure. It's hard to choose it from all of these when mm. you don't quite know what it is. Now, big rock candy mountain. So good. Lake of stew and whiskey too. Now, yes, a lake of stew can go off, <laughs> but let's say it's fresh every time you load up.
1: It's holiday though, isn't it? It's not like you're going to be in there for five days till the meat spoils.
0: No. And Big Rock Candy Mountain, you've got a lovely sunny sunshine every day. That's in the lyrics. Uh-huh. That's specified. Cigarette trees, if you like those sorts of things. <laughs> uh, the hens lay soft-boiled eggs. How do you feel about that? No. No. Okay, well, I'm I'm up for that. That's fine by me. <laughs> so it's a mountain getaway. It's kind of Grizzly Adams, sunny, walking through the trees. What?
1: Oh, just thinking about hens laying cooked eggs.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, they got really hot inside. I guess so. Uh, The
0: hens you can't pick up. They're just so hot. Constantly on the boil. Little boiling hens. (laughs) Yeah, so it's a mountain getaway. It's Grizzly Adams. It's, you know, romping through the sunny pastures, but you've got plenty of hay fever meds. You see raccoons and stuff, but it's kind of Depression era, so there's old trains and old cops and gangster era cars and stuff.
1: Okay. Oh, brother, where art thou? Food landscape yeah very strong Mm
0: -hmm. very strong
1: and there's a big candy mountain like Fuji in the background that you just got to get up for dessert
0: yeah and if you're having a Club Tropicana or a Xanadu party experience Mm. you know the antidote the getaway i just got to get away to the Big Rock Candy Mountain for a bit Mm -hmm. got a little cabin up there little gingerbread house
1: (laughs) I'm into it I think that's a definite keep
0: I thought you would be sir
1: so I think yes Big Rock Candy Mountain maybe no birdhouse in your soul it's too
0: I was throwing that on the no pile
1: yeah and then, what's our private universe?
0: Whatever we want it to be. Oh. That's what our private universe is. It's private. We don't have to tell these people who are listening what it is. <laughs> but it's the size of a universe. It's ours and it's private. So Come that's on. it's like infinite holodeck.
1: So that's got to stay.
0: How can it possibly be a no?
1: <laughs> it's got to
0: stay. Yeah, it's a universe-sized realm where the laws of physics themselves are your choice. Oh, that's sweet. I will run for shelter. Endless summer. Lift the curse. Feels like nothing matters in our private universe.
1: Very good. Come on now. Okay, that's got to stay and I'm not giving my reasons why, because it's private.
0: Yeah, I think it's about being happily married, but just staying in and doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking married.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Xanadu, Club Tropicana, and Atlantis. Yeah. Do you... Th-
1: well Xanadu's I mean, like a universe Spacey Spacey
0: Actually do you know what? What about Club Tropicana? <laughs> yeah Because yeah. I want to introduce you to the joys of sun tanning And just a ho- like a, a holiday I always say hotel instead of holiday That's one of my word blindness things A holiday where you just like lie on a beach and it's not about activities, it's not about a city break and figuring out public transport and stuff. It's about lying still, staring up at the sky until you forget where you are. Like, you mm. really zone out. Yeah. And at most you read or swim. And drink. Drink if you like, yeah. Bit of fanta Limon.
1: But it's been jettisoned, um, so no.
0: Oh, yeah. Iron brew. Bit of lemon. <laughs> so, and my worry about Atlantis... Though so of course I'd love to see Atlantis as a historical and mythological mm. location. They may not have pre recorded music. They may even not have clubbing or sort of discotheque style things at all.
1: Yeah, a bit prehistory.
0: It might be a bit swords and sandals. Or like what they do have is a gladiator style arena with quite a lot of death and
1: Yeah, where they watch giant lobsters fight each other. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. I'm into Atlantis Man versus Kraken. In that Donovan song, isn't it like the home of the gods?
0: Yes, apparently. Giant columns, sandals. I was into it, but that's not, it's not really a world I'm bothered about.
1: Let's just go to Club Tropicana. It's a bit more low key.
0: Done. So it's Club Tropicana, our private universe, which you can't know about, and the big rock Candy Mountain!
1: And the rest are. Jettison! Jettison!
0: Jedison, Jedison City, humble
1: throwing away all your favorite things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Throw away those favorite things. Yeah.
1: Hello crew members Thank you for listening To season 2 Of The Jettisons Or series 2 Depending on which province You are listening from (laughs) Yeah
0: I'm (laughs) a series man
1: (laughs) Um, Let us know If you want more episodes On our Twitter Which is At Jettisonscast You can Mm -hmm. support us On Patreon To help us make season 3 And you If we
0: make season 3 All we know is We're going on hiatus So let us know If you want more Because if you don't want more We probably won't do any more.
1: Yeah (laughs) Yeah
0: That is a threat We have got you over a barrel (laughs)
1: And rate <laughs> us on iTunes.
0: Yeah, please do. Five stars. Let us know if you think we're good. Don't let us know if you think we're bad. Simple yeah, as that. Yeah, if
1: you want to give us a low start rating, just get out the airlock. Yeah. And we might not see you for season three. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but all the loyal subjects can live. <laughs> so.
1: It's a goodbye from First Officer Greg.
0: And it's goodbye from me. Ultra, Ultra goodbye. Wait, wait, wave, wave, Again. wave, wave. To do it again. Wait, 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 Ultra
1: goodbye.
0: Ultra goodbye. Try one. Ultra goodbye. Keep waving. <laughs> three, two, one. Ultra, Ultra goodbye. goodbye. Yeah, one of them. One of them. Yeah,
1: I love it. We're done. See you.
0: The Jettisons' all-time top three. In Space was created and performed by Kristina Baczynski and Greg Johnson with artwork by Kristina Baczynski and editing, sound design, and music by Greg Johnson. Thanks for listening.